Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. From P105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. We have to talk about our uh, station holiday party that we had yesterday. Oh, yeah. And uh, everybody was there, the Hubbard holiday party. And yeah. there we sat with our food from Maggiano's, mm-hmm. which was brought into the station. And then we ended up in a conference room. There was maybe 20 to 25 people in there. Uh, yeah. And Anna... I guess once she got some food in her system and maybe, I don't know, she was feeling pretty good. What? She basically what? just, uh, how did I write this down? That you, um, you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You told everybody about your failed relationships. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I actually thought about this after the holiday party. I was like, oh man, this is what I'm talking about when I say I'm an oversharer. There was a lot of, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm kidding. It wasn't that bad. But was, you were just yeah. like, so maybe it might have started with somebody being like, so what happened to that one guy you were talking to? Someone did bring it up, but then I did get on a tangent. And I will say these are not coworkers that I necessarily hang out with every day. Like these aren't like my friend coworkers. These are might as well just, just be strangers. They, <laughs> Yes, we just happened to work together. And I hooked on to one girl. Uh-huh. Um, she works for sales with yep. us. I ho- Gabby, I hooked on to her, and uh, she knows more about me than she probably ever cared to. But Everything. Girl, thanks for listening. I don't know. I don't know why I'm like this. I just, someone brings something up, and I'm like, oh, hold on. I got something to say. Listen, so. if you don't care, then it's fine. I mean, we talked about. There was a lot. Breakups, hookups, oh, <laughs> dating apps. Hook. At one point I look up, I'm like, did you just say that? Because you're yes. not speaking in your library voice. You're speaking, anybody in a six foot radius can understand what yeah. you're saying right now. But I, I have a feeling you don't care. I, I really don't. She doesn't care. I think I get that little hint afterwards and I'm like, oh man, did I say too much? Oh, that's true. You have said that to me. Because I am, I am the newer coworker. I would stop you. But I just. I would stop you if you were making a fool out of yourself. Please I do. promise you. <laughs> Please no, do. Because I normally won't don't. stop myself. You normally don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight I'm going to do something, Anna, that most people in my life don't know that I do. Oh man. <laughs> do I know about this? <laughs> You do. Okay. Um, but most people don't know. And I'll tell you the reason that most people don't know is because I think it's a little, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed by it. It's one of those things where I, um, I'll, I'll just tell you what it is. Yeah. You have nothing to be embarrassed my about. My favorite kind of music. I love country music. Let me just start with that. Yeah. But my favorite kind of music, if I'm like, I want to listen to something that makes me happy. Yeah. And puts me in a great mood. It is movie scores. <laughs> and Anna admitted that up till recently, she thought movie scores were the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. And I had to inform her that movie scores 
are like the orchestral soundtrack music. The Which, actual score. I just want to bring up one day when I hopped into your truck with you and we had a, we had to drive somewhere for work. Yeah. And your phone automatically started playing your music. Yeah. And it was like, dun, 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 dun. like so, it was like movie score music gr- starts blasting. I tell you what, I'm gonna play you um, a great example of okay. a movie score. Let's see if this works real quick. And of course, it probably won't because I'm wanting it to work right now. Right. Um, but uh, what are you um, gonna try to play one of your favorites or something? Back to the Future. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Instrumental music. There's no singing whatsoever. It's a big orchestra. I have my favorite composers, John Williams, who does Superman and Jaws and Star Wars and Harry Potter and Indiana Jones and the NBC Nightly News theme. All of these. The dude is crazy, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, There's a friend of mine. His name's Chris. There's only a few people I know that love these as much as me. It's me, my identical twin, and my friend Chris. Okay. And we're having movie score night. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, paint a picture. What does that look like? What does movie score night look like? Well, I go over to his house, (laughs) say hi to his wife. (laughs) (laughs) She's what a a good sport. And uh, she is. And uh, we have dinner. And uh, she's great. She's super nice. Her name's Karen. We have dinner. We chat. You know, we catch up. And then him and I retreat into the basement. (laughs) And um, and uh, his uh, he has an incredible sound system that's worth I don't know, but let's just call it thousands of dollars. Okay. These are audio files. People that spend so much money on just the cables because they it makes a difference. Okay. And uh, his system is so good that I could sit there and you sound. If you close your eyes, you feel like you have an orchestra in front of you. So, uh, would you like to hear what my favorite movie cue of all time is? Yes, but one more question. So, you guys just sit there and listen to the music? Yeah, but we talk about it. We compa- So, I'll bring soundtracks over with me that he hasn't heard yet, and then he'll bust out his. He'll be like, oh, yeah, but did you get the 30th anniversary of, uh, oh, of okay. this with the with the alternate cue they never put out? Oh, my goodness. So, is this one that you'll play for him tonight, what you're, um, you're going to play now? This one isn't. But I'll just, I'll play this as, I'll just say this is my favorite of all time. This is my favorite one. See if you know where this is from. Oh, boy. E.T.? That sounds like E.T. Superman, Superman. Oh, I'm not a Superman girl. So that's why it sounds like Star Wars a little bit. That's kind of why it also sounds a little bit like uh, E.T. Because John Williams also did E.T. He did all of those. He's the master. Uh, This one, though, we are going to listen to tonight. This next cue. Oh. And this is from the expanded first ever Field of Dreams. (laughs) Of course it is. Good old Iowa. Field of Dreams movie soundtrack. It's so emotional. This is where the dad, they're having... (laughs) Dad... I'll reenact. You want to have a catch? <laughs> sure, I'd no. love that. Oh, no. It's so... I, two grown men in a basement. Do you guys ever shed tears? Like, you're, like it's just so beautiful that one of you cries? No, but his wife came down one time. She goes, you two are weird. <laughs> <laughs> and walked back upstairs. Oh, so his wife isn't into it. No. She's no, like, she's what? not a part of movie score night. Honey, my friend Jesse's coming over. Oh, Jesse's God. over here. All right, I'll see you boys in a couple hours. Let me know if you need anything. Uh, I've got to be honest. This is a very strange a hobby. Is it a hobby? I don't know. I don't know. It is very strange. I don't mean that in a it's bad way. It's not strange. It's just unique. It's eclectic. Okay, I'm sorry. It's, it's unique. strange. I mean, I, I, when I say strange, I don't mean that in a negative strange way. Strange to you, I understand. But it's it's, fun. it's different. It's different. I've never heard of it. It's so. well, it's okay. But this why I'm here. just like teaching about football this week. I'm here. 
to educate. Thanks for educating me on uh, movie scores. Now you know that a movie score is not the same <laughs> as Rotten Tomatoes Listen, right. ratings. I'm just glad you have Friday night plans, whatever they are. Fair point. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Time for the Truth Jar, a literal jar filled up with questions from coworkers. I think we put a few in there, just all kinds of people. And each day we rotate on who has to answer the question. Mm -hmm. Jesse, today is your turn. This is a nice treat that I get to do this and answer a possibly uncomfortable question right before I'm gone for a week. So go ahead. And thank you. (laughs) Let's lay your heart out. All right. Sometimes. Jesse. What is the biggest age gap between you and someone you've dated? Mm. Got a juicy? Uh, see, let me think about this. Uh, seven, seven or eight years. Okay. Younger. Right. Seven or eight years younger than you. Okay. Yes. Um, I was 29 and she was 22. She was 21 when I met her, but she just, she turned 22 like right a month later. Okay. So that's why I say seven to eight. And, um, yeah, I met her playing uh, at a charity. Uh, I was a charity blackjack dealer. What the? At, um, at uh, Charity Night at the Tables. It was at, like, Turfway Park, I think. Or okay. Or somewhere down in there, that area. Yeah. This is a long time ago, like 20, so 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I was the blackjack dealer, and a group of Bengal cheerleaders sat down at my table. She was the Bengal cheerle- cheerleader? Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> and I'll never forget Big Dave was like four tables over. Yeah. And he told me later, Crover was there too, come to think of it. And uh, they basically made the joke later, like, uh, that's a dog that won't be able to catch its tail. Something like, there's no, he's not going to know what to do. Like, there's, oh. he, there's, yeah, he will not take advantage of that situation. And then what? You he ended up dating her. Uh, yeah, because she essentially asked me out. Oh. Okay, so yeah. was would you do it again? Good or bad age gap? Uh, would I do it again? I can't rule it out. It was tough at that time, though, because she was 22 and I was 29. And I firmly believe that there's a certain part in your mid to late 20s, about 27 maybe, mm-hmm. where you your brain's finally like, I am what I am. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't still learn anything, but maturity-wise and development-wise, I think you really hit a point where you're like, yep, yep, this is it. So, yeah. Um, so I'm 39 now. That would be like, would I date a 20, a 32 year old now? Yes. Um, would I date a 22 year old? No. Yeah. Well, that, or a 23 year old. Yeah. I mean, that's still really young. Oh. You're you just turned old enough to legally drink. Meanwhile, once you're getting near your 30s, well, you're the, sort of be, you're becoming an adult. Kind of the interesting thing about her, she was super sweet. She yeah. was super funny. It, but the thing was. There was a maturity difference between the two mm-hmm. of us, and it's like it wouldn't. I didn't notice it right away. Yeah, uh, but it would come out every now and then. I go, oh, there it is. Yeah. Like it's you can hide it all you want, but you're only as mature as your brain will allow you to be. Yeah. And it, but the biggest thing was having things in common. And I remember one time we were talking about movies that we both liked, and she looked through. This is when we used to like have all of our DVDs on display. Yeah. She looked through my entire collection, like fifty movies, and she had seen one of them <laughs> and it was mrs doubtfire i'm like well okay, at least well, it's a good one that's a good one yeah that counts for something but isn't that crazy yeah that is but so, then again i can't talk about that because i'd probably be the same way so it ended up not working out in the end but you learn these lessons yeah no regrets for doing it yeah i mean a bank oh. cheerleader why <laughs> i want to see a picture yeah oh sure i'd be happy Ooh. i didn't realize uh <laughs> for like the last month or so i was working with a criminal oh great anna 
informs me earlier on today that she's on her way to the BMV. <laughs> and her text said, I'm going to the BMV to take care of my expired tags. <laughs> and then I'm like, you have expired tags? Like, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. Because yeah. I feel normally when you're panicking or worried about something, you will let me know plenty. But all this tells me is that you were not panicking, nor were you worried about Wasn't it. Wasn't worried at all. How long? How long were they expired, Anna? Uh, we're going to go with maybe a month-ish. Ish. ish. Heavy on the ish. That's more than, yeah. okay. Um, Anything else that we need to know? Well, it was not only, it was not just expired tags. I, in fact, I've been driving around Stolen pretty much. Stolen car? Well, <laughs> no, no. I bought, <laughs> so here's the deal. I bought this car from my brother-in-law a while ago, but we never like went through the process of it. Pretty much I've been borrowing his car for months now. Mm. Finally, we got it all figured out and got the title transferred and all the random stuff you have to do. But with that, I had to get new license plates. And so, like, I had expired tags. I don't even know. Technically, I've been driving around without, like, a real license plate. <laughs> what What was it? Like a temporary? <laughs> no, it was, like, the old one that doesn't belong to me anymore. I had the temporary one, but I never put it anywhere. And okay. so I was just driving... So the point is, you got lucky. You didn't get pulled over. You are now legal, which is why we can talk about this. Yes, but I do need your help. Oh, I have my new license plate, like officially, not just the paper, like temporary one. Yeah, and like I need your help getting it on the back of there because those screws look rusted out. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So well, I was you hoping, asked the right person. Yeah, I go. am Mr. Handyman. Well, I have all the stuff down in the garage. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Like screwdrivers and stuff? Oh no, not that. I I oh. didn't know what I needed. What do we need? A screwdriver? Step one screwdriver. Okay, I thought I was looking for a wrench. Oh no! What I, a you, wrench? Isn't okay. that what a okay? Nothing. Never mind. Okay, all right. I'm gonna stop talking. Listen, we've been talking about you learning how to football works, which is great and all. Okay. Next step, tools. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Give me a little toolbox. You've been very concerned and a little disappointed in me that you know here we are nine days out from Christmas and I had yet to purchase anything at all for anybody for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm worried for you. And then I was like, listen, calm down. It's fine. The only people I need to buy gifts for are my nephews, my two nephews, and my niece. And I still hadn't purchased anything. Okay. But where are we at now? Uh, my sister-in-law got back to me. The great news. I always just say, hey, what do I need to buy for my nephews? And she's always just like, yep. Yeah, oh, cool. They've been eyeing this thing. Here's where you go buy it. And she usually sends me a link. All right. Even better. She already went to the store and just purchased it knowing that my nephews were going to want it. <gasps> and she's just going to put my name on it. What? Yeah. Uncle oh Jesse bought that gosh. awesome puzzle. Hold on. For my nephew Marvin. But I do have to buy the thing for my other nephew, Johnston, who turns nine on Sunday. Okay. Uh, he apparently is a budding videographer. <gasps> oh. And she's like, I don't know if they like make little mini tripods or selfie things for kids and something and just something where he can film himself. I'm like, oh, I got you. Got wow. it. He's taken after Uncle Jesse. Yeah, yeah. So I love that, and I'm like, oh, no problem. I, I'm gonna have to be stopped from buying him like a professional version. Right. What are you gonna do? Give him a little uh, video class, video starter class. Oh, you could master class. And yeah. No, you know what? Even if I did, he was just he's gonna do his own thing. Right. So that's fine. I think he's a very smart kid, and he'll figure it out. But I'm just happy that I have a plan. Oh, I good do have for to go, you. I do have to go buy it. But yeah. uh, so that's it. And you're good. You you've started making you made all progress on your presents? All my Christmas shopping is done. I need to buy just one little thing for for a parent. I'm not gonna say which one just in case, but um Okay. Other than that, yeah, I'm good to go. I got my nieces and nephews. Uh, we're getting them a family zoo pass to the Cincinnati Zoo. Okay. Slow clap for both of us. Yes.
this. It's Beat the Bear. Mike, you are in to play Beat the Bear. Rumor has it, this is your first time. That's correct. You feeling confident? I always feel confident. Oh, yeah, I like that. Okay, do you like basketball? I don't like regular basketball with the Harlem Globetrotters. Now, that's a whole different Oh, okay. Mike with all the right answers. Okay, so you only like Harlem Globetrotters basketball. Yeah. Well, guess what? You can't go to the game if you're eaten by the bear. True. So you'll only have 20 seconds to name 10 things from the category that we give you. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, Mike, here we go. Christmas is next Sunday. Name 10 places you can hide while at your family Christmas party. Ready, run! The garage, the basement, my car, going to the store, actually my nephew's room, um, uh, the back porch, and um, the woods behind the house. And also the also dining room behind the table. <laughs> Hold on. Mike. First of all, Mike <laughs> got eight out of ten. Okay. And so that's not enough. So he's dead and he's gone. But second of all, that last one was oddly specific. Mike. Like he's like, listen, I got the perfect spot. It's in the dining room behind the table. Dude, is that, I just picture a grown man hiding underneath the dining room table to escape his family members. Hiding behind the hutch. I don't know if that's your best bet. Uh I'm thinking taking a trip to the store is the way to go. Oh, that is what I'm always the guy. If somebody's like I got to go run, pick something up. Does anybody need anything? And I'll go, you need me to ride along with you? Yeah. yeah. That's always me. Or I'll be like, don't worry about it. I'll just go ahead and get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So yeah, I can yeah. get some alone time. All right. Sorry, Mike. You did not beat the bear. You will not get to experience Christmas. Any <laughs> oh, last words gosh. for him? No. He, no. Okay. This is, right. no. I Maybe guess, I don't know. All right. Rest in peace, Mike. No survivor today on Beat the Bear. We will see if we can get a survivor again Monday afternoon at 4.30 on B105. All right, Anna, are you ready for your, should be your fifth and final football lesson? Let's get it. It's your fourth because we didn't. We forgot to do it we yesterday. We skipped yesterday. I know. What kind of a teacher are you, Jesse? A bad one, apparently. Yeah. The reason I'm giving Anna football lessons is because Anna has expressed an interest in learning the game of football because up till now, she has simply pretended to know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. And uh, last Sunday when I went to the bar all by myself to watch the game, it was a little embarrassing when everyone's cheering, when, you know, the Bengals won, and I, I didn't know what was happening. So I decided I should learn. You know, it'd be super embarrassing if you're in a bar where there's fans for both teams and the other fans cheer and then you do too. Cheer for the wrong team. And your friends are like, what are you cheering for? Well, we see, I see, I didn't cheer too loud. I just kind of, ah. Today we're going to learn what the sack is. What? You ever heard of a sack mm, in football? A couple of a couple okay. of times. Okay, what is it? <laughs> Football-wise. In football, a sack, it's a bad thing. It's a bad team, thing? It is a bad thing. Well, it's a bad thing for the team that has the football. If you're the team, if the Bengals, if Joe Burrow is has the football and he gets tackled, basically pushed back yeah. and tackled, that is a sack. That means not only did the Bengals not advance anywhere down the field, like towards that, you know, the, the, the downs. Okay. They lost yardage. They went in the other direction. Wow. That is a sack. Getting sacked. Yeah. If you get sacked, you, you're not doing what, well. Where are you going to go with that? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. You're sacked. You've been whacked. Is the- <laughs> sack is whack. I think is the lesson over. Let's get out of here. Hey, listen, it's not my fault you're this uncomfortable. Is getting weird. I'm talking about football. Oh, yeah, me too. Sack. Jesse, come on. 
Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.